on last week's Irrevelations. To us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And he's going to destroy them, and they're going to replace their bricks with hewn stone. They're going to replace their sycamores with cedars. Oh, no. You know. Ugh. Yeah, uh, yeah. The arborists are uh, pissed off. <sighs> so these people were doomed from the beginning, of course, and it's awful. And uh, God, I think God gets off on this. Shit. I have granted the Assyrians the power of God to destroy the Jews. So it's like, all right, I used you guys to kill everyone I was pissed off at. Guess what? You're fucked now. You're done. You're used up. I'm throwing you away like a fucking used condom. Just because my hand jacks my cock, do you think that makes him the boss? This was God's plan the whole time, but it's not just like the Jews are getting their asses kicked from here to way over there and are completely powerless in a world that has no agency or doesn't care about you. It's that God is in constant control and he's also a fucking dick. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, oppressive. Before we turn to the world, I would like to say that I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. I, I don't know what it is. There's this, like, trend on YouTube. I keep getting this algorithm that's sending me this way. But it's like there's this entire subgenre of YouTubers that it's like mini documentaries okay. on, like, internet history. Oh, yeah, you've shown me like, yeah, some of those before. I, I mean, I'm, like, addicted to them. It's like, oh, the, the downfall of FPS Russia. And I'm like, all right, well, I remember that guy. That was, like, you know, was that, like, 20 years ago or some shit? Yeah, you just like the drama. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that bullshit, you know, like, what happened yeah. to, uh, God, what was that one? Uh, Epic Mealtime. Jared? Oh, yeah. Epic Mealtime. But it's specifically, like, like you know, basically that kind of niche culture that you kind of remember from your childhood and there's a guy who, like, followed up and collected all the facts and just did, like, a mini documentary. 20 minutes, usually. Uh, it's like that time that I said I was going to do that with Darren Norwood, but I never did. <laughs> well, why? Because he murdered his wife? Uh, no, I think he uh, OD'd. Like, his wife OD'd or he OD'd? He's still no, alive. I think he OD'd. No, he's dead. What? Yeah, he, Darren Norwood's dead. And I wanted to prove that he OD'd after going around being the keep his straight guy for years. I thought that would be funny. Oh. That he like had a relapse. That well, he's got to be himself. like he's only like twenty years older than us. I mean, it yeah. couldn't have been like. Although that makes him. Like, That's what I'm saying. 50s, I, th- I think he OD. So. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, thanks for the de- thanks for derailing my conversation to. Well, you could have <laughs> just been like, yeah, 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 and kept I didn't going, know what you were but- talking about. Darren Norwood. Well, I didn't fault. even know he was fucking dead. I thought we were investigating the murder. That was the of his whole wife. thing. I was trying to get his aut- I was trying to get his autopsy. Oh, I was trying to get her autopsy. Man, I, I I'm confident that we were investigating the murder of his wife. I don't remember anything about Look, him. You're doing this. You're doing this oh, now. You're okay. derailing. All right. 
Anyway, I didn't do real shit. Anyway, of the as as a purveyor of these stories, I'm I want to sum up and maybe spoil one of them that was one of the best I've seen. Okay. Okay. It's by Sunny V2. It's got eh, nine hundred and fifty thousand views, but it's the tra- is he good? Eh. Are any of them good? Yeah. You know, it's all basically the same. It, like the Internet Historian, it's all basically some of them. Like the Internet Historian is probably top tier for he like, it production too. value. Yeah, production value and, and humor of, uh, of it. You yeah. know, whereas everyone else, it's like, and then he and then he made that epic YouTube video about a time he stepped on a cat, and then and it's like, all right, <laughs> like it's not it's not like yeah, what yeah. they're doing is particularly interesting. These aren't these aren't anybody. If you didn't make a shitty video on it, I wouldn't have remembered who this person was. And it's not you know, it's not like it's like a dignitary or an ambassador or or, or or if any of these people have any real impact on history, it's just for sure. my own stalker cred, whatever. For the drama. The drama. You like the, the drama. drama. The drama. But uh, one of the ones that I thought was amazing, before we get to our second part of the cold over, is The Tragic Tale of Wings of Redemption. It's eh, a little shy of 20 minutes long, 19 minutes, 50 seconds. All right. Nothing. What's Wings of Redemption? Wings of Redemption is this super fat, insecure, fucking loser of a guy who was born out of wedlock to a teen mom. His dad dipped out on him because he was an alcoholic. His dad, alcoholic dad, dipped out when he was two. He was, like, raised with his grandparents. You know, your typical typical better just be thrown into the fire kind of person. Yeah, like, why did you, why was I born? Yeah, why, you know, that, if you're in that situation, if you're listening to this uh, podcast and that describes you, the thing I just described, do me a favor, go to your mom's bedroom and take any of the number of cigarettes that she's got piled around in her bed without sheets on and just light that thing on fire and then start start a trailer park fire and all of you go with it. Yeah. That's not, that's not too far, right? That's not inciting violence, is it? No, so that no. textbook inside my great. Okay, as long as as long as I have. It's just an idea. <laughs> it's a suggestion. It's you're putting a suggestion in the suggestion box. Either for do that or you know go to the Capitol. Anyway, so yeah, you're cool. <laughs> Wings of Redemption uh, is one of the first. Why, why is that his name? Uh, apparently, it's a quote from like the tomb of uh, some famous Egyptian pharaoh. Or something like that. Sounds like fake. he was like, "Oh, uh, on the wings of my victors, blah blah, whatever." It's, st- but I mean, again, it's just that early two thousands cringe kind of name, you know, "Wings of yeah. Redemption." Or now you'd be call- you'd call yourself Fartbox, you know, Fartbox yeah. sixty nine or some shit. Like we, we <laughs> yeah, 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 Cyberboy twelve. And you're like, oh, that's so. We, we did- the internet was young. We didn't know what we were doing. Uh, we didn't know to be uh, ironic. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Had, we had we hadn't hit the post ironic phase. We were at the unironic phase. Pre-ironic, pre-ironic internet history. Pre-irony. Anyway, uh, the dude starts out as a YouTube COD video maker, making clips of his, you know, clips of his COD gameplay and posting it to YouTube, which was common at the time. I I know we had friends. Like, I I think a lot of people were just sort of like, here's a sniper compilation. You know, back when people gave a shit. I had, I made one. I, I made zero. I didn't play. I didn't have a, I didn't have enough money for a PC to. That sure. Can handle any level of COD. I remember I made one and I showed it to Rans and he laughed at yeah, it. One of the guys making COD YouTube yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. when he still had like his little clan and stuff like that was that was our first one. Yeah. Anyway, 
The guy looks like it's probably uh, well, <laughs> okay. We don't need anyway. to comment on too much, but that's a real person. Google him. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we'll bleep that out. Uh, we'll bleep out his name. So you don't know what we're talking about. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, he's just kind of like a he, he's just a, a, a fat. Like his story is so pathetic. Is like, well, he used to be apparently, according to him, he used to be pretty in shape. And was sort of popular for being athletic. And then, like, a foreign exchange student moved into the neighborhood and was, like, better at soccer than him. So he spiraled into depression and uh, started eating himself to death, which explains his virulent racism to this day, you know. Some, yeah. some Mexican comes in, some Pele lookalike. Uh, like, I'm assuming. I don't know. I had an Icelandic kid do that to me. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I just got better. So, you know, there's two types of guys in this world, I guess. There's two types of guys. There's the guys that eat themselves to death afterwards or they just learn to they learn to dribble. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so the, the, to get to the point of this rambling bullshit. Yes, please. That <laughs> the whole point is that he's got like, the, he, it was just pre-internet and yeah. the glory of it. The reason why it's the best, in my opinion, is he starts this YouTube channel and he's successful. A victim of his own success, maybe even. You know, is that he basically can't hold down a job. He only stated a couple of jobs for one to two weeks max before he got bored and quit. Just a fucking loser. Until something miraculous happens, the 2008 financial crisis. And he actually stays at a job long enough to get fired. Him getting fired gets him an unemployment check enough that he can start making YouTube videos and like basically cast his lot in that direction. But he's fat. He's insecure, and as is common with those types, uh, incapable of responding to criticism. So the second the veneer, he like lost one match. Like he he challenged some guy to one v one him and lost, and then like lost his shit. And everyone started making fun of him for losing his shit. So then he like started calling those people out and fighting with them in the comments. So then they started making fun of him for that. And basically, he's just a deeply unlikable guy that just keeps going down the spiral where he's losing more and more subscribers and only garnering more and more trolls. Yeah. And that's basically the story, is that he just plummets lower and lower. There's all these little pitfalls and bear traps and ways that he kind of breaks his ankle as he's falling the way down. But he's poor. He's useless. He's fat. He's spiraling out of control eating. And he can't, and as much as he recognizes that he hates YouTube and hates being on the platform and it's bad for his mental health because the only people still there are the people making fun of him, he also can't do anything but play YouTube. So it like follows up at him now where he's like playing for like maybe like a hundredth of his original viewership base. And the comments are all just people be like, shut up, fatty. Remember this clip? And people are stream sniping him and like playing clips of like when he had a mental breakdown. So like, he'll be like, like they'll join his team and they're just blasting audio of him crying. And he's like, I hate this. Jesus Christ. But he can't walk away. Just, just a fat guy in hell doing the one thing he hates the most, but he can't leave it. And I just, this episode's dedicated to you. Wings of Redemption. I, I saw it, and I've never felt. Wait, so he's still out there. He's still out there playing for an extremely small user base. The only people there I'm, apparently are just like, yeah, here's that. Remember that cringy thing you did 10 years ago? It's got to be. I'm going to get on there. I'm going to white knight him. You're going to white knight him? You're going to save him? Should we bring him on the podcast? I'm going to save Uh Yes. Okay. I mean, he, pro- he might actually do it because he seems like that much of a loser. I mean, he's a nobody, but less so only than fucking us. fucking losers come on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's I it. hope I don't get still listens. Yeah. 
Uh, I haven't been listening to his podcast, so. Do, do you think he, uh, do you think he burned his Carhartt clothes? <laughs> Are we getting to that? All right, I'll, I'll get to that. That's, that's the only thing I was going to get to, is that my, also my second favorite thing. I, that was my first favorite thing until I saw that video this afternoon. But my first favorite yeah. thing is there's this been this TikTok trend. Um, and it's like, there's one that's a, there was one that was like really famous that people were making fun of, but it's certainly like a prototype, like a template that a lot of people are doing. But here's the general gist. Here's one of them is the guy being like, all right, check it out. You see this hat? This is my Carhartt hat. If you've seen me for the last 10 years, this is my hat. This is what I look like. This is my identity. Well, guess what? Because the company's gone all leftist and woke and communist, I'm burning my hat. And I love Carhartt. They make quality products that last a lifetime, and I love their products, and I love their company, but I won't wear it anymore. You lost a company. You lost a customer today, you know. And I I don't know. I almost wonder if it's like – a form of viral marketing if I if it wasn't so that these people are so believably stupid. Yeah. Like, it's... It's definitely real, right? So, I've seen the video, the exact one you're talking about. It's the hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's this, like, totally... It's like a fake working class guy. Yeah. Um, And then... He owns a truck and a, a tr- hat, so ergo. Well, he took a video in front of a truck, but... <laughs> the truck, if you look at it, and a lot of people were making fun of him on Twitter for this, it has, like... I don't know the best word uh, for this, but like uh, rims that you might expect to see on an Escalade oh. as opposed to a big truck. Yeah. So not a, not a workman's vehicle. Just a, no, not a the, working. The vehicle. whole thing is like there needs a show truck. There, there needs to be a word for like the opposite of virtue signaling, like where you're yeah. just going out of your way to show what a piece of shit you are, you know? Like, well, he is, it is. That's a virtue to them. <laughs> so it still is virtue signaling. <laughs> It's still virtue. Uh, being a being a big old piece of shit can absolutely yeah, yeah. be a virtue. Be like, yeah, I'm one of the working class with my eighty thousand dollar truck with its ten thousand dollar rims, and uh, it's such a gross looking truck. I'm and- basically uh, a country music singer, just without the guitar. Yeah, none of the charisma. So yeah, there's guys. There's all these guys talking about how they're going to burn their car house, Carhartt stuff. Like anyone gives a fuck, you know. And here's the thing. I don't care if Carhartt goes out of business. It doesn't affect me. What Does anyone know what they're fucking complaining about? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's that they required their employees to get vaccinated. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, th- because they're requiring their employees to get vaccinated. But more, I mean, the, the, I think, whole, the whole thing. And I it. think you can have exemptions, too. If you can have, like, health or religious exemptions. Right. But other than that, you have to get vaccinated. Yeah. I, the- Which is just... Mostly, who, ca- who cares? Like, yeah, they're like, guess what, leftists? I guess you get to keep Carhartt. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Fine. I, they make. It, I have a jacket from them. It's fine. I never really. Th- it's very expensive. It is. It's not exactly. Well, I would own a Carhartt jacket because I don't know. I feel like they make a great woodsman jacket, which you yeah. only need one of. And I rarely go in like the woods when it's cold because I'm from Florida, so I barely get to use it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I was like, oh. sure. A lot of people in, like, Alaska have them. Sure. Like, you know, legit. Yeah. Because you need it when you're working outside. Um, But uh, I think the people that, like, actually give a shit and need, like, quality clothing for when they're working outside probably don't care about the vaccine thing. 
<laughs> they might, right? I, it's such a weird. Like I've never even heard of such a thing, but there I'll get them. But it was such a weird, like, like, what are, like and, uh, and also, what are what are they going to switch to? Patagonia, <laughs> the, the famously famously right wing Patagonia. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, like wait a minute, what are you, are you saying? My money's going to save the rainforest, man. Where do I go from here? <laughs> or Colombia, like literally every clothing company. Like what what clothing company is going to support their? That uh, <laughs> like requirements for clothing companies. Yeah, like it, it's one of those weird things where I, I I know I've heard this, but yeah, go woke, go broke without without the army of Republicans who apparently don't even buy hats, but once every ten years, you know, like 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 what are you going to do without all the business of people who buy things and then don't ever fucking buy another one or replace them or anything like that? Like it's so funny. I I remember um. And I've probably mentioned this on the pod before, but the the way that the right boycott stuff and the reason, more importantly, the reasons why are always so goddamn pathetic. Yeah. Um, like when when gay people started having their gay day at Walt Disney World, which Walt Disney World did not like put on. Yeah, right? it, was, it just, was just like, hey, we're all going to Disney World. A bunch of gays uh, decided to go together. Like it's not like yeah, it's not like Disney correct. World was like, hey, wh- how can we get money from queers? You know. Like, how can we get more gays here? We, yeah. Like, there's just a bunch of greasy guys rubbing their bellies with butter. Be like, what are we doing to get more bi people in on Saturday 15th? I mean, like, they probably do that. They probably do that. There's probably some. But, they, but this particular thing, they did. There's probably plan. the most nefarious AI algorithm on the planet. Just be like, what oh, are we yeah. going to do to get trans women between 18 to 27? They're like, let's put it in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll tell you. It. it, it Undoubtedly, it would. The Disney can do that, but the point is that it wasn't even a Disney like event or policy. Um, and I remember my church that I was at when I was like fucking ten years old or younger yeah. was irate, and everyone you know throwing away all your Disney movies because that's going to cost them sales, right? <laughs> when you have, to, yeah, when you have to go buy it again because your kid won't quit crying. Yeah, good job. Throwing away the idiot. stuff you already bought. I guess there's, yeah. I guess there's the implied threat that you're going to like not buy any more. Like I'm done with Disney and I'm getting rid of what I've got. And I'm not going to buy any more. But I, the other thing is one, I don't think they're ever really serious about their boycotts. It doesn't seem that way. No. I don't like that whole, like, well, guess what? You just lost half the country. I'm like, you guys don't have any principles. You're not going to stick to this. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I mean, where's Disney now? I don't see. Yeah. I, I haven't even heard anything from them in a while. Meanwhile, they're, <laughs> meanwhile, they're fighting their way into get with that, into Disney without the mess. They're so desperate to get into Disney that they're like fighting with the attendants to get in, you know? Yeah. Like, Disney is, I think at its core, a right wing institution, you know, it's, it's absolutely crony capitalism. It's fucking, uh, it's a monopoly. It's awful. I hate the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think it's <laughs> it's so shitty. And so, but I think it's just so right wing to me. It's all about you know. Sure, they have like a gay character every now and then, but goddamn, it like you're you're the people that go there. You pieces of shit. It, it does <laughs> seem funny that I, I like again, kind of coming back to that go woke, go broke. Like oh, these leftist companies yeah. with their leftist ideals, as if there's any company that isn't inherently at its core like viciously capitalist like yeah like do you think the guys in the business suits with their mbas and their machine learning algorithms and their consultants are like wait a minute are we willing to throw away our entire business to help out eight guy guys like are we like is this, <laughs> like the, the ceo's like well we have the stockholders to answer to but fuck those guys we gotta we gotta make sure there's yeah. more trans inclusion it's worth it to us 
I don't care how much it costs. Because you see, you see, like the gay community also busting these companies' balls for their like performative, uh, get you know, putting the rainbow flag on some shit. It's like, man, fuck you guys. Like you don't, you're just trying to. That's virtue signaling, right? Whatever. And then these guys are mad at it too for completely different reasons because they think it's like marxist or something (laughs) it's so hard to keep up with it is it is i mean like very clear like like, guess what have some rainbow oreos we only killed eight uh, we only killed eight (laughs) native tribes to plant palm trees here to make these you're like ah great yeah Uh, but like like uh, the funny thing is like like the leftists being pissed off that like yeah i don't know if you should be like deforesting the entirety of like central america to make more palm trees so that we can have more oreos and vegetable oil i don't know if that works yeah and like on the right side they're like i'm burning my hat because you guys (laughs) you guys said happy holidays instead of merry christmas i was like i don't i'm burning my clothes because you guys admitted gay people exist Like, I don't know. It just seems it, – it's been a bit of my – but, like, especially wrapped up – that's the thing when I watch these TikToks is, like, you can tell – I mean, I'm not saying that there's, like – that they're anywhere close to rock bottom. I don't know how far they'll go. And, and, yeah. and maybe they'll come back to in, in five – you know, in probably five minutes back to Carhartt and go back to Bass Pro and buy all their shit. You know, it's not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. So it's all performative anyway. But um, it's all the, it's all a big-ass circle jerk. But like the even the way that they're doing the videos, be like, you know what? I I think they make great products, and you know, I named my son Carhartt, and I've worn this hat every day of my life. But guess what? No more. And I'm just like, you're really making me want to buy a fucking Carhartt. Like, yeah, like, like, like this is the absolute best quality you can get in the yeah. world. But even still, I'm switching. I'm really I'm having a hard time other. trying to figure out what my new identity is going to be without this hat. But I, and I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm having a real, I'm struggling it so hard that I can't even get it straight for just this 10 second video. Even for this one video, uh, I can't stop talking about the one thing that defines me. You know, wait till they find about, so you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I wish that they would all just go like, I, I wish that it had like an end in sight and that the end in sight was communism. Like that, they were like, "Guess what, guys? No more private vehicles. We gotta sell all our, you know, like the like our like Ford is a fucking leftist company now. They're all communist. What we gotta do, like all the food companies, Walmart, everybody. What we gotta do is we gotta form communities where we farm and work together, <laughs> and then we take care of each other and we provide for one another, like Republican neighbors do. You know, like good Christian values, where like." We seize the means of production for these leftists. Yeah, these leftists I, I saw someone pull that on a on a right winger. Um, it's like a it goes around every now and then. It's a famous screenshot at this point where they're like someone was getting mad at companies um, for something like this, Some and they're like, "Oh, why are they allowed to do this?" And someone replied like, "Yeah, they, do you know what? We shouldn't. We should abolish private companies completely." And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> We should just have. We, I hope Trump and the government seize these companies and distribute them to the people. Dude, for real, if Trump ran on communism but under a different name, they would love. Yeah, it. they're like, like guys, they would eat it the fuck up. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take all these billionaires and we're gonna take away all their money to pay for you know healthcare for the people, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get rid of all their for you and me. Instead of all these mega mansions and all these ranches in Texas for all these liberal elites, we're going to take them and we're going to put government housing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We should uh, pitch that to the Trump team. We're going to fight inflation. 
beet rations. That's what we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Let's let's all boycott. Uh, let's all boycott those leftist ch- Chipotle, and let's just have yeah. food be distributed by uh, you know each according to their means. Hopefully, we hear something like this unfurl as the uh, as Clinton Trump round two comes around in a couple of years. Yeah, I know that's that's coming. Do you think? Well, let's see. How much time do we have left on this cold over? I I mean. Whatever. It's you know fine. what? Let's save it for the day. I do. I mean, it's still so far away that I don't even want to think about it. I, the midterms have to come and go before <laughs> I, know, I start I thinking about like 2024. Everyone's publishing like the latest polls on favorites for that. I'm like, God damn, I you guys are care. just yeah, it's t- incessant. Yeah. Whew. Okay. So uh, speaking of a chosen one coming forth and saving the country. <laughs> <I was> gonna, <laughs> sp- speaking of a communist super society. <laughs> uh you're listening to the Irrevelations podcast. I'm Grant. I'm Cole. And we are in oh, episode 150. 150. And this is a wow. uh I I don't know. I don't know. Isaiah's so fucking long. Yeah. And I know next episode is going to be kind of a big deal. And this episode's a big deal, too. It's weird how, like, yeah. I guess my point is, like, Isaiah's super fucking long, but I'm getting more and more, the, the more I kind of, like, am sifting around in Christian bullshit, the more I realize how much they reference Isaiah and how important yeah. Isaiah is to the New Testament and maybe how important Isaiah is to, cult, like, uh, what do you call it, like, cultural Christianity, you know? I don't yeah, know what the yeah, word yeah. is. Like, like the, the vibe. The vibe, the zeitgeist of Christianity. The, the, the things people think are in the Bible, you know, or where yeah. they get their ideas of what the Bible is when they haven't read it, you know, or yeah. even like, like the, some of the goobers I, uh, you know, um, fight with on Reddit where they have read the Bible, but they didn't really pay attention. So they think they know what's in it. But Isaiah seems yeah. to play a big part. It does. It's uh, It's got a lot of famous lines in it. Um, it gets quoted. Christians love it. Right, they they don't love everything in the Old Testament, but they love Isaiah. But yeah, I was um, watching, which is confusing. What do you mean? Right. Well, the chapter we're about to read it kind of flies in the face of their whole fucking thing. But <laughs> we'll get to that. Well, there's a lot of that, but like, um, I was I was reading. Um, <clears throat> uh, I can't remember if I was reading or watching. Memory's funny. I think I saw. I think I saw a TikTok, which then put me onto an article, which then put me onto a YouTube page. But sure. basically, they were trying to explain the uh, origination of Satan, you know, but like muddled in the concept of, and we've talked about Satan a lot, and we'll talk about it more next episode. But like the idea of Satan as a ruler of hell, and that he was cast aside, and that you know one third of the angels fought against some blah blah blah, and like yeah. they were like, no, 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 that and like the guy that was like actually read the Bible, the the, the, the scholar was like, no, 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 you idiots. That hasn't happened yet. What you're thinking has already happened, and then Satan's like lurking around in the desert, blah, blah, blah. That's in Revelations. That's to happen. And that yeah. the thing you're thinking of is from this little bit of Isaiah that doesn't really mean that. It's a different name, you know, and then you have the Satan from Job. And we'll all touch on that tomorrow, but... That and so much of it comes from, like, Dante's Inferno, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, that's one of the funnier things is, like... Um, uh, I remember. I remember. I, I met a guy at my work who uh-huh. fully believed in uh, that Obama was 
the second was the Antichrist. Yeah. Fully agreed. believed that. Like, Obama was the Antichrist. And I was like, "Where? Like, what makes you think that? He's like, well, you know, Revelations, they say it's going to be a uh, politician. Black guy. Like, <laughs> well, probably a black guy. But, um, you know, it's going to be a politician, you know, who's really clever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, well, where did you read that? Like, and he's like, well, you know, like, because, like. Say, the Left Behind series. Yeah, Left Behind series. I was like, well, that's fanfic. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that's, that's not, not that's not real. Remotely. That's not part of it. You're like, well, you know, like, uh, and then and then he was like, well, you know, like, because Satan was like, well, I better to better to rule in hell than to serve in heaven. I was like, but that's that's paradise lost. Like, <laughs> your actual what you actually think is in the Bible. The fact that you can't first of all, I was like, first off, the fact that you can't tell the difference between the actual Bible and Word of God and fanfic bullshit meant to entertain is kind of telling you might think on that yeah. you might if, if if it's so unbelievable that you can't tell the difference that they're all blending it's all blending your fucking disease brain but but most importantly like does it do you find it strange that you've based so much on your life on essentially like i would be more impressed if you were just like about harry potter and thought that was real be like yeah I'm just i saw an owl the other day you know what that means i'm like what <laughs> like i would be more I, I would more believe that i would be more respectful of like that if being like well you know i was feeling kind of sad today there must have been a dementor in the neighborhood I'd be like what be like as opposed to like yeah well you know that's fun you know that volcano you know what that volcano was it's some uh, it's god being angry at <laughs> some was, pro- pro- proclamation was... by the pope i'm like what like, like <laughs> how do you live in that that's the reality best tweet. You know? like, <laughs> Just if for those who didn't get the reference and aren't following us on Twitter, uh, Cole, or I found, I guess, but we found a tweet that was uh, a very serious writer for LifeSite News. It's like a Catholic... It's a Catholic white right wing news organization, probably the one that got us banned off Twitter in the first place. Those fucks. I really used to go after them. (laughs) Um, Anyways, it's like the the editor-in-chief of the shitty website uh, was was p- positing that the Tongan volcano, yeah. yeah, the Tongan volcano was God's response to the Pope limiting um, how often like Latin mass is happening. Because all the trads are really into that now. God, they're so fucking, you bunch know. of fucking losers. As if like the biggest losers on earth. As if period. anyone gives like, as if anyone gives a shit about how often they do a mass in Latin. Versus yeah. English, you know, like because it's the way that it's the way they're supposed to do it. Yeah, there's so much fucking Latin in the Bible. You, yeah, idiots. the Bible's so much. Like, Latin. it's not even the original. Oh, I want. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> I would have been like, I've been like in Hurricane Katrina's when they is because they translated it from Greek. You know, like it's just <laughs> stupid. Should have stayed in. And I saw some guy like we're basically back and cold open our territory, but like I, yeah. I saw some guy <laughs> be like, "Guys, it's serious. He's the editor of a website. We have to take this seriously. We have to think about what he's saying." Uh, I was like, "Jesus, you're a bigger fucking for loser for being." I, you know, yeah. like, like the fact that you're angry about, it, like the fact that you're worried about it is also is at least that guy's getting paid to be an idiot. Yeah, that guy's that know? guy's crazy, but at least he ain't taking shit from you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking good. Uh, anyway, so they're dumb. Um. And yeah, like Cole's saying, we're going to start diving into what actually goes on in the Bible, and we'll kind of talk about where it conflicts with like um, assumptions that Christians make, I guess, right? And we're really, I, I feel like this is, Isaiah is probably the book we've been waiting for. I just didn't know that we were. Like, I didn't know that we yeah. were waiting for this book. Because um, we're about to get to Sounds quote so unquote, serendipitous Jesus. when you say it that way. Well, you know what I mean? Like, in the sense that, like, yeah. 
We'd been. Lo- I'm like looking for that book. You know, there's. I, I thought the book was going to be prophecy. the one that taps into the zeitgeist. Yeah, I thought the book like was going to be prophecy, and these are the things people talk about. Blah blah blah. And so much of it has been stuff that, as far as I'm aware, no one gives a shit about. You know, no. I don't think anyone's like like standing outside an abortion clinic because of that one passage from Judges. You know, or yeah. or is like stand out. Although that would be a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 uh like someone's like wait a minute you're you're I, I, like we need to have abortion in instances of rape and incest you're like have you not even read about the benjamites <laughs> we already have all this lined yeah, up this is this <laughs> is fine um but yes guys uh, guys dressed up like benjamites just hanging outside the abortion clinic to pick up chicks as they leave <laughs> You know they're fertile. <laughs> just wait in the bushes, as is just grabbing them. As is Hebrew tradition, <laughs> is to wait in the bushes for when they come out of the abortion clinic. Um, yeah, It's called a reload. Yeah, so, um, so we're starting to get into a part of the Bible where a tactical reload. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, okay, it's, it's, it's called the five second rule. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Uh, there's got to so, be a word for it's not quite Irish twins where <laughs> you get pregnant right on top of an abortion, you know. The uh, kid's just born with an Irish. We'll ghost. call them Irish abortions, like, where you get okay. abortions back to back within the same year. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, would have yeah. been related, but <laughs> okay, Jesus. So we're in uh, Isaiah, as we've discussed pretty thoroughly here, uh, chapter eleven, and. Like Cole said, it's this is big time prophecy mode. We're about to really break into what the Christians consider foreshadowing for Jesus, which again I think is bananas, considering what's in this passage. And, and starting to, and I think also like <clears throat> why this is so important is that pretty much everything we've read thus far is sort of I guess indisputable between Judaism and Christianity, right? Like that's the part okay, everyone yeah. agrees on, you know, mainly because there's yeah. nothing really to argue with, David kings egypt moses the fair that's all stuff that's fine and then we're now sure. starting to get to the part where you're gonna have entire factions splintering based on how they interpret these following text yeah that's right so i don't know what your bible calls this chapter but my bible titles chapter 11 the branch from jesse um which is uh makes sense i guess so it tells us a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse because, right? I guess the tree of Jesse had been laid low. Mm-hmm. Um, the line of David is kind of to the wind, uh, presumably. But it's not over because this little fucking shoot's going to come up out of the stump, and it says that the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, of counsel and of might, of knowledge and fear of the Lord. So it's, there's some parts here. So it's he's he's righteous he is wise smart guy he's strong um he's got he's basically a well-rounded guy right this is who you want as your quarterback just an ultimate um, mary sue type the, the fucking perfect guy it says that he's going to come down and get justice to the needy and uh he's going to um, with righteousness he'll judge the needy with justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He's going to right the wrongs, right? And then he's going to go a little bit. It gets a little crazier. Um, for some reason, he's going to strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. I don't know what that means. But uh, <laughs> do you have that? Do you see <laughs> no, that it line? says that. Yeah, he's going to. Um, 
Oh, what is that? <laughs> he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, which I guess is just going to be like he's going to throw some mean fire. He's going to be just beating the shit out with his words. He's going to be a Ben Shapiro type. Yeah. And then we get into this kind of crazy part that you've probably heard of from Bible type people. Uh, it says the wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion. Um, it says that lions will see- start eating straw, which will definitely kill them. Yeah. They are obligate carnivores. This guy, this, uh, this guy knows better than me. Yeah. Right. Well, with God, all things but, are possible, but I still don't even know if cats will ever become non-obligate carnivores. No, I, I don't think so. So he's going to change the biology of, or the anatomy, I guess, and physiology of these animals so that they no longer eat meat because that's Important. bad. Um, kids will be able to play with cobras just fine, which I think already happens in India, but right. it'll be everywhere now. I like that, like, you know, there's always that art, um, like, as far as, like, anti-veganism and stuff like that. You know, there's that argument of being like, well, it's, an, it's you know, is it is it wrong to kill a deer to hunt deer? And you're like, well, the animals do it. But, like, but technically, according to the Bible... That's not ideal. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. They yeah. should learn. The, the the lion should learn to eat hay. And uh, as should we. As should we. I eat hay already. Um, so basically, yeah, the world is going to become p- completely peaceful. Uh, presumably, there will be no uh, any type of death, any type of wrongdoing. So that's what he's going to do. Just showing up and striking the earth with his rod. Which sounds like fucking a hole in the ground. Right. Uh, he's he's going to totally abolish all types of violence. I will say this: I think in pretty much any scenario where there is widespread violence, I mean, I guess not any scenario. I don't think it would have stopped the Holocaust, but in a normal amount of violence, if I was like fighting a bunch of guys, and then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eyes, I heard some guy yelling, and I look over, and he's just having sex with the ground, I would yeah. stop. I'd be like, hold up, pause, pause, guys, time out. <laughs> Check <laughs> this, this shit out. You know? So <laughs> let's beat this guy. You up. know, maybe with <laughs> maybe that's how he's going to do it. Maybe with the uh, everyone's going to be so busy kicking the shit out of him they can't hurt each other. <laughs> guys, let's get this. <laughs> Which fucking actually pervert. is kind of wait. That actually is kind of a metaphor for Jesus. Fuck. And also, <laughs> kind of in this country, at least, gay people. Yeah, is that a lot of us can Texas put aside especially. our differences to focus on a yeah. common enemy? So true. Um, and also Mexico. So, Here's yes, <laughs> and you know what? You, now that and since COVID, Asian people. Yeah, that. Yep, we have lots of joint enemies. It's good to see. Hate brings people together. Yeah, like I know that there. I, I know that. I mean, of course, the Asians are saying stop Asian hate, but I almost wonder yeah. if all other types of crime have gone down. If because the Asians are taking the brunt. Yeah, because the Asians are taking the brunt. You know, it's kind of like a weird purge kind of situation. I don't know if the science has backed up what I'm saying, and I'm sure it doesn't, but it's something to think about. Yeah, that is something to think about. Uh, back on track, if you don't mind. Um, the nursing child stuff that- shall play by the cobra's hole. <laughs> yeah. You can, it says the kid can stick their hands into a pit of vipers. No big deal. If that's not a reference to Josh Duggar, I don't know what is. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um. So this guy, this root of Jesse, whoever the fuck he is, he's going to be a banner for the people. It says all the nations will rally to him. Um, they will. They will. It says the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim surviving remnant of his people from Assyria, Egypt, from Cush, Elam, from Babylonia. So he's going to uh, basically right all the wrongs, everything that's gone bad in this exile, everything that he's that caused that downfall of the Jews of Israel. 
they're going to fix it all. We're, all, we're going to get the team back together. The South will rise again, you know? Yeah, it's interesting that, um, you know, in the kingdom of Judah, there's a prophecy about how somebody from Judah is going to come back and is going to right all the wrongs and fix all the mess. And like, yeah, you've lost your homes and people are coming in and hitting you with rocks and taking your condo, but don't worry. Someone is going to come in and just fix everything. And we're all going to be a family together again, you know, and they're going to, it's going to bring back the tribes. Yeah. But it says that not, not only that, but every enemy is, will be destroyed, right? Everyone that's ever been pissed off at them. Right. Right. Which I don't know not if that's quite. happened yet. It has not happened. Um, but also one of the reasons gets, why it's so important that the New Testament is trying to explain how Jesus is from the line of David. It, th- there's a lot of yes. shit that's vague, but what isn't vague is that whomever will be the quote-unquote Messiah must be a descendant of David. And will do all these things. Um, technically not of David, of Jesse, so it could have been one of David's brother's kids. Uh, hold on. I thought I there was a I'm very a specific troll. reference to David later. Am I not mistaken? It- there could be. I'm just being a dick. Oh, well, that's fine. But you're allowed know. to be. I'm just, uh, I thought there was well, a line of Jesse... I might be, my brain might be fucking me up and trying to make it seem like it's, it's definitely Jesse. I don't know if there's a reference to David. I mean, I think that's implied and and it definitely talks about it later, I'm sure. But, but the point is, yeah, go ahead. not only will he do all these great things, he's going to, he's going to make the lion lay down with the lamb. He's going to just vanquish all enemies. He's going to bring all the Jews back together. He's actually going to dry up the Gulf of the Egyptian sea. Nice. He is going to turn the Euphrates River into seven small streams that anyone can walk across with sandals on, specifically. Um, he is going to uh, basically make a highway for all the remnant of his people to come back to Israel. Right. Now, in your opinion, mm. did Jesus do any of this? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I mean, we can always retcon it with the whole second coming of Christ, and then when he comes back. That's like that's gonna. Then he's gonna do the it. second thing he's gonna do is he's gonna turn one river into seven streams. Yeah, that's some real Chris Angel shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By then, of course, we'll have helicopters, so we'll be like, "Thanks, but who cares?" You know. Yeah. By then, they'll probably be like Same. rentable e boats. You know, like yeah. they're like, "Yeah, it's fine." I just, I just, I just, I pull up the app, I rent the water scooter, I, I zip across. Ooh, that would be fun. That would be fun. So and he's like, you can cross in your sandals, and I'm like, sandals. People haven't worn sandals for eighty years. They're illegal. <laughs> Not since the Russo-Japo War. <laughs> that already happened. Yeah. Um. So here's the Part thing. Two. Christians oh, like, like to uh, <laughs> Christians like to point to this and say that this is Jesus, right? And they have this whole like condescending way that are like see these silly jews read this and thought that it was going to be like a conquering king a physical king of the earth no 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 this is all metaphor right for stuff he's going to do in the spiritual realm yeah. you idiot jews that's how christians <laughs> talk in my church why, why were and these so, stupid jews who live in a time of kings and warriors and armies conquering for land think that the coming messiah would be a king who conquers and has armies and fights for land what are they stupid especially 
stupid of them to think that, considering that it's exactly what the prophets said would happen. Yeah, and it's also these Jews are what wrote it. <laughs> like, yeah, the the, yes. the arrogance. Well, the, it is insane, the, and Christians literally believe that that Jesus does fulfill all these things. Right. Jesus dammed up the Euphrates River, which, by the way, I checked Google Earth today. It's huge. It's fine. Is there, does Jesus so, dam up the Euphrates in like the New Testament? Or? Not, no. Oh, okay. I thought you said he did just now. I don't fucking know. But, no, I'm saying I just checked. It's still fucking there. Yeah. So he didn't do that, clearly, unless they put it, unless Iraq, Saddam Hussein put it back God, together or something. God, that would be funny if he did know. that. He like burnt the oil fields. He's like, by the way. <laughs> I'm re- remaking I'm the Euphrates. So, so... Here's how on earth is that a metaphor? I I so you know saying that he's going to bring all his people together from the four corners of the earth. I think the only reason I, I mean I, I there's the whole point I think is that you can read this any number of ways. To me, the obvious interpretation would be the Jewish interpretation that in the yeah. same way that um, Moses killed all those people as they entered Canaan. In the same way that uh, Joshua, right? Joshua's the second. I forget his name. Uh, yeah, Joshua. The the yeah, the Joshua, like after Caleb or whatever. Yeah, after Caleb. After yeah, the, yeah. Joshua, the main conqueror who actually secured Israel's yeah. initial borders and then separated the land. Like that makes sense to me. That as a bunch of guys who are so desperate for land. And they actually have a kingdom, and they have kings, and they can just, like, enter a place, kill all the men, women, and children, and it's theirs now. That from being from that time where that happens, and then also being that time where it happens to them, where other kings just come in and kick their shit, you know? That it would make sense that they're like, don't worry, some guy's going to come back, and we're going to get our homes back. That makes sense, and it seems like it would be the obvious interpretation of the people in this book. And also more so maybe because, like, that kind of wild, spiritual kind of interpretation doesn't exist yet. They are definitively an ethno-group. They are a people. They are not, like, really bound by their faith, per se, because they are Semites surrounded by semites they're all kind of worshiping the same basic god they themselves are the house of jacob and they're special so the idea that he's like uniting all the jews or all the people who worship god in their faith the way that christianity claims that he did it it doesn't really ring true with this text here but yeah in christianity's defense it is kind of vague we are making assumptions based on the evidence of the book and kind of what we've read thus far and we're also coming for the assumption that this is fiction and the new testament is fiction so of course they're gonna try to force it in which way they want you know sure um it just seems like it's pretty clear about some of these things and of course you would expect a some sort of a hero not a poor carpenter's son outcast who literally did nothing with his life and right gets his ass kicked by a couple of cops yeah yeah gets nailed to a, a, a real george floyd character yeah like he could he couldn't even overthrow the the russians uh romans yeah whoever pussy. the guys over there 
Which is also funny because it doesn't obviously like a local governor. All the in- kicked his ass. All the enemies, all the enemies that are listed are these non-existent cultures, basically at this yeah. point, right? So these guys were gone before. G- it says that um, he's going to like subdue the Edomites and Moabites. Well, they weren't even around by the time. Yeah, like, they've been they've been gone. Yeah. So there there was a couple of tribes that in inca- like I think the Edomites came in and started settling land. That was being taken. The Edomites still existed when the Assyrians and the Babylonians were fighting uh, Israel and Judah, because there's uh-huh. mention that the Edomites settled. I think it's Elath uh, when okay. the Babylonians take that sea town and stuff like that. So they exist, but it's not like anyone's worried about the Edomites. They're not even as good as like the Kurds. Like I've not, I've never even heard of them. You know. And the Kurds yeah. aren't like great, you know, as far as like world powers yeah. <laughs> go. You know, it's like. So, yeah, it, 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 like, Jesus is going to come back and help fight off, you know, uh, Syria to Egypt and Pathos to Cush. But, like, by the time Jesus rolls up, these guys are gone, you know? Yeah. What's exciting to think about is if this, this book is real. Yeah. The New Testament's wrong, right? Jesus was just some guy. Mm-hmm. But this book is real. And this guy's still coming then. Yeah. Uh, so, was there, was there someone who conquered a bunch of the earth? And forced all the Jews to go back to their homeland? Maybe that could have been the Messiah? <laughs> was there ever a historical figure who um, who set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcasts of Israel? I don't know. I don't know. Something to think about. Kind of sounds like sounds the like UN some... and... Uh... Oh, I was thinking Hitler. I know you were thinking Hitler, but I'm saying, oh, like, okay. <laughs> you know, obviously the aftermath of Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, not the aftermath. the uh, The Council of Nations occurred after World War One. The League of Nations, League or whatever. Of Nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. League of yeah. Nations. But I don't know who did the thing after World War Two. I know, like Winston Churchill was. The British were the main factor behind that, but because they held Palestine. But you know, we'll assemble the outcasts Anyways. of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Also, the envy of a frame shall depart. And the adversaries of Judah shall be cut off, which didn't happen. No. I'd say the adversaries of Judah have been waging a very successful war for some time. Yeah. In a lot of places. I, I don't know. It's it's just, you know, none of this shit happened. None of it came true. That's all there is to it. If Isaiah wrote this down, Kugel says that there's probably Isaiah's, not an Isaiah. But if he did write this down, he was wrong. It's okay to be wrong. You can't. You can't bat a thousand on prophecies it just doesn't happen is that the philosophy around jesus that like because he didn't do these things is that why they're so uh are, are they like jesus 2024 like yeah i know he failed his first term but he's definitely going to come back and he's going to build that wall he's going to do all that shit you know like because jesus didn't do jack shit his first go around they're like no no this time he's definitely going to come back he's going to raise all nations he's going to just you know bring about the apocalypse I, I guess that I, I guess, guess that's why revelations except, is so important. I would think. I would say I guess except the Jews like aren't important anymore according to Christians, mm-hmm. right? Like they kind of lose their uh, fucking, you know, the one the one true people status in the Bible because God. I guess there's a scene and we'll get to it later. There's a scene where like God is ready to take all the Jews up into heaven. Mm-hmm. In the New Testament, in the New, in the New Testament, there's a scene where G- God is about to take all the Jews up in the, into the 
heaven, do the rapture or whatever, basically, uh-huh. you know, scoop him up. But then he like sees uh, Stephen, who is a uh, Christian, a, okay. a, a, a disciple of Jesus named Stephen, gets stoned by Jews for saying this like heresy. Uh-huh. And then God's like, do you know what? Stay down there. And sits back down. <laughs> and so at that point, uh, that then you get like Paul and all these other guys who become like, um, they start going after Gentiles. So like, oh, we're bringing everyone in on this now. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Jews. You had your shot. You didn't do it. We're going to make a new thing. Everyone's invited. It's not It's not your little fucking skull and bones uh, <laughs> p- club anymore. Okay. So. I, you could pretty much just say the Jews if you're talking about like a global conspiracy type character. I don't know. We have to bring yeah, the skull and bones. I don't think we have to denigrate the every, skull and bones. No one in skull and bones is Jewish, are they? It's all like the bushes and shit. Uh I don't know that much about Skull and Bones. I, 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 are you you're talking about? You, you're talking about like I know George Bush was, but I always thought it was like a, yeah, like a Gentile, uh, yeah. wasp, we Anglo-Saxon type thing. We should enroll in Yale and try and join. It's not it. too late. <laughs> anyway, no. um, uh, okay, that's chapter eleven, right? Uh, yeah, it's chapter eleven. Basically, Jesus. Uh, well, not Jesus, but a Messiah from the house of Jesse is going to come back. The Gentiles are going to love him. Make specific mention that he will collect the Gentiles. And uh, is going to assemble the remnants of the Jews from all four corners of the earth, and they're going to kill all their enemies. Hell yeah. So, still waiting on that. It's going to yeah. happen. Um, chapter 12, we can basically skip. It's just a song of praise to the Lord that he's going to do this. Yeah. Like, there's going to be well, a moment where the Messiah comes, and God's going to come and kill everybody. And on that fucking day, you're going to hear it. You're going to be so happy that Israel is just going around, kicking the shit out of everybody, and there's going to be the Holy One who is blessed with the Spirit of God, and he's going to fuck everybody up. Now, regardless Sounds of fun. your interpretation of Jesus, going back to 12, like, God, we could spend all day on 11, but just something I wanted to mention, because I'm going to bring it up later. The Spirit yeah. of the Lord shall rest upon him. This is something that I've been, when I've been just kind of watching a lot of biblical scholars, TikToks or whatever lately. But they say cool. that's highly significant because when Jesus comes back, so Jesus as the quote unquote son of God is not really present in the original New Testament. It is a later interpretation. What is probably more accurate is this specific phrase here and something I guess Jesus is also going to say, like, oh, I have been cloaked with the spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is something God does, and there's a lot of precedence for it. He does it a lot in Judges, and he does it a lot in some other places. I'd have to look up some of the references. But basically, it's where God will give a specific portion of his power to another thing or another person. He will give them strength, or he will give them the ability to speak or foresight or whatever. It's not the Son of God. It's not an incarnation of God. It's not a third of God or one of the... Uh, what do they call that thing? The Holy Trinity or whatever that shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the it, Holy Trinity. It's specifically saying, like, yeah, there's going to be a Messiah who's coming, <coughs> and he's going to be cloaked with the Spirit of the Lord, which is basically, I'm trying to think of an analogy. Like David or whatever. Like David was. Uh, I guess. What what part of David? Or, or, like, or like at some points, uh, um, what's his name? Samson was, or Isaiah is. Yeah. The, these guys that, like, have a connection, like God is directly influencing their yeah, lives. He's like giving them some them. amount of power to go pursue a thing. 
But they are not a piece of They're God. They're not a piece of God. They are angels get this they too. They have a piece of God. There, with there's them. a few instances where angels are like being given a portion of God's power so they can do a thing. Like yeah. kill all or like the that firstborn. donkey. Yeah, or like the donkey. Or kill the firstborn of Egypt. Or um or You just get a little God power. Yeah, yeah that sounds so funny. A little bit of God power. You, you smoke a little bit of that God power out of your God meth. Pipe. <laughs> uh, I, I picture like God tossing, tossing you his God keys and winking at uh, okay. you. Okay, <laughs> you, know? you just take her, take her for a spin. Yeah, yeah. And you just look at it. It's like a fucking '69 Corvette, and you're like, "Hell yeah, man!" Oh yeah. Aww. And you just run over children. <laughs> <laughs> the cops can't stop you. You're cloaked in God. That's basically what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what happens. Um, yeah. Th- that, to your point, that he, it's incongruous that Jesus would be God. That's not what they're saying. They're not saying the Messiah is going to be a portion of God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or Son of God. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're saying that, 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 that there is a Messiah that's coming, which will be a continuation of the kind of prophets or people cloaked with God's power that we've already seen before. Yeah. I mean, I could see a Christian being like, well, yeah, he was just a man, but got, you know, maybe something. But I the point know. is, like, God has a precedence of giving people powers thus such that they can perform miracles. Yeah. Here's a yeah. piece of my power. You can now perform miracles. You now have the word yeah. of God in you. Lightning bolt. Lightning yeah. bolt. Um, and this okay. is just going to so be then, another yeah. one of those types. The, it does read that way. So that's chapter 11 and chapter 12, which is just a praise song. Like, yeah, you were mad at me, but now you're not. Thank you. Um, chapter 13. Very interesting chapter. Um, I don't think it's going to take us very long, but it is still interesting. It is a prophecy against Babylon. Okay, so clearly Isaiah here has a bone to pick with them. He's singling them out, giving them a whole chapter about how God is going to have their shit wrecked. Right. Which is fun. If I'm not mistaken, um, yeah. Hezekiah. The king. The king Hezekiah. I'm trying to think. Hezekiah yeah. was the one who was. I'm just blown away that you think you're on a first name basis. With <laughs> he uses title. Uh, it's his lordship. So Hezekiah, I'm just trying to think about the timeline of when Isaiah is involved. Uh, if I'm not, he's in. He's during Hezekiah, right? I, yeah. So I believe Isaiah yeah. was during Hezekiah and up to Hezekiah's father and Hezekiah's grandfather Ahaz, right? Hezekiah yeah. was a good king who lived a good life and was blessed by all. His main, f- but told his kids would suck. Right. The main reason why yeah. he was told his kids would suck is because the Babylonians were broke at that point, and they were being decimated. So the king of Babylon comes for refuge and stays with his ally, the Judeans, right? That sounds and right. And while he's in Hezekiah's palace, Hezekiah's like, you want to see my game room? You want to see all my trophies? You want to see all the gold I have? I'm fucking balling over here. You guys probably haven't yeah. seen this before. And Isaiah's like, because you did not humble yourself before the Babylonians the Babylonians are going to humble you for you. You know, they're going to make your kids eunuchs. They're going to destroy your nation. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it's kind of weird that Isaiah knows so much about how they're going to be destroyed by Babylon. Although he did make that prophecy. So I guess he's going to know about it. And this is all kind of vague enough that he could be talking about like, because he is talking about the future. But he could be talking about, like, the destruction of Israel by the Babylons as the future and then the destruction of the Babylons as the distant future from then. But it's just kind of a weird thing that if we're going on the mindset that Isaiah exists in the time of Hezekiah, the idea of the Babylons as being a conquering force 
isn't really feasible at that point. That wasn't. It doesn't make sense. And here's what does also doesn't make sense is that not that's not how any of this goes down. So he's describing the fall of Babylon, right? Um, there's going to be an uproar among the kingdoms, nations mashing together. Uh, the Lord Almighty is mustering an army for war that comes from faraway lands from the ends of the earth. The Lord and the weapons of his wrath to destroy all of Babylon. Okay, no, Babylon just kind of had like a little internal turmoil and basically became the Achaemenid Empire. Like there wasn't right. This big, like Babylon wasn't happened. destroyed. Assyria wasn't really it just destroyed per se. The the Persians they conquer by turning you into a governorship. Yeah, so they just, the Persians were like, hey, you're part of us now, Yeah, we're cool, we're going to let you keep doing what you want, for the most Guess part. Guess what, we're calling this New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Babylon, never, the fall of Babylon is kind of like in air quotes when you say the fall of Babylon, it didn't fall, it just kind of changed hands. Yeah. Um, there was no conquering army coming in to destroy them. There's all these terror will seize them, pain and anguish will grip them. They will writhe like a woman in labor. Very specific. <laughs> um, the Lord is coming with his fierce anger. He's going to make the land desolate. Their infants will be dashed to pieces before their eyes. No, no, none of this happens. Uh, Babylon has a fucking chill one. So, sorry. Yeah. Wrap it up. This is. Do you know what? Let's stop reading this fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> I will make it's, it's, a mortal more rare than fine gold, a man more than the golden wedge of Ophir. Therefore, I will shake the heavens, and the earth will move out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. Yeah. Um, he's basically saying, like, yeah, it shall be as hunted as a gazelle. I'm going to fucking murder every last one of them. Their children will also be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be plundered and their wives ravished. So, Yikes. so he's like, and this is something that came up, I think, in the last episode, where, like, when God's like saying like, oh, does Assyria think it's so fucking cool that I let it destroy me? You know, listen, buddy, I let you destroy Israel. You didn't destroy Israel. Does the axe think it's better than the hand that wields it? You yeah, know, yeah. and not only that, I let you destroy. I used you. God used the Assyrians to destroy Israel and then get so angry at them that they think that they destroyed it all on their own. So he's going to destroy them to punish their arrogance when the whole point was like, yeah, they don't worship God. You're just a fucking prick. You know, you, you used people yeah. that don't believe in you to destroy the people that do believe in you and then are angry that they don't seem to understand it. You know, and it's the same thing with Babylon. It's insane. You know? And a really funny point, I think, also to highlight just how not destroyed Babylon was by the Achaemenid Empire. Mm -hmm. Um the fall of Babylon, this is the first paragraph on the Wikipedia page. The fall of Babylon denotes the end of the Neo-Babylonian Empire after it was conquered by the Achaemenid Empire in 539 BCE. Historians also use the term liberation of Babylonia interchangeably. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was that chill that sometimes they call it a liberation. Yeah. So, like, it was better for the people. Yeah. Everything was great. No, no one was getting their wives raped and children smashed The same smashed way we the liberated wall. Baghdad. The first yeah. time. <laughs> no, because actually the the Persian Empire was way chiller than us. Like, <laughs> they probably blew up less hospitals and schools. Uh, yeah, almost undoubtedly. They didn't even have drones. Yeah. So, that I know of. Um, yeah, it just goes on and they on. It's just awful though, shit. It's kind of a type of drone. Oh, and we don't? <laughs> um, we just do it with Agent so, Orange. Yeah, 
desert <laughs> yeah, desert creatures are going to live in your house. Yeah. Um, hyenas are going to live in your strongholds. Great. The beauty of the Chaldeans' pride will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. So he's just talking out of his fucking ass. Like, don't worry. Literal destruction. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about... There's just going to be Don't a, tell me that's a fucking metaphor. Yeah, don't worry. There's going to be a smoking crater where... Uh, is it Nineveh was the capital of... Babylon, or is that the capital of Assyria? I can never remember which is which. Nineveh did get destroyed. That's the Syrian uh, capital, right? Maybe. Whatever. Doesn't That's a matter. good question. Um, but the point is, like, he's like, yeah, don't worry. There's not even going to be a shadow cast upon the crater that was Babylon. And it's like, well, in the same way that, like, the Persians liberated Jerusalem and stuff. I mean, it's not like... It was... Yeah, it was Assyrian. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, Nineveh. Um, was the... When did it fall? Nineveh. Uh, 612. Yeah. Much so, before. Yeah. Babylon destroyed Nineveh, right? And then the Persians destroyed Babylon? I, I, who um, it was a, so it was sacked by a coalition of Babylonians, Medes, Persians, Scythians, and Sumerians. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. The old Ivel That's Tower. Um, the 18 Four guy. point star on that one. Um, <laughs> funny. But basically, and this is what we, you know, this will be the end of 13. But just like, A, God is so pissed off that he used Babylon. And this is something typical. He's like, yeah, God's like, I'm going to use foreign enemies to destroy other foreign enemies. Because the days where God would just come as an angel and as a death plague and like send a bunch of rats to eat all their food and then rip off all their dicks and shit, those days are long yeah. gone. Now God is just sitting there eating hot Cheetos and rubbing the fucking dust on his fucking belly. And just watching two people <laughs> fight on TV and being like, I did that. I made that happen. I did this. <laughs> Isaiah, tell everyone that I did this. <laughs> Isaiah, tell everyone <laughs> that I knew who was going to win that fight and I had money on him to win. You know, like, all right. You know, I made him do that. I did that. And if they think that Isaiah, they did say it that on all their the, own, say that all the- <laughs> I'm going to kill him <laughs> with someone else. <laughs> Isaiah, say that all the women got raped. Why? Just say it. <laughs> just to write it. <laughs> Just say, just say that kids were dashed to pieces. Like Jesus, He's like, yeah, I did. That. No, that's my son. That's my son. But uh, I, did that. I did that. I'm a just God. I, I, I'm basically bum fights. Bum fights, but higher stakes. Basically, I'm bum fights, but like less evil. Like I'm just bum fights, but I'm sitting in a diner and I'm watching Way two. More evil. I'm watching. T- <laughs> <laughs> bump fights is one of the few things that's more evil than God, but <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying God is more evil. Well, I, I guess we, I, here's why I think bump fights is bump fights are cool. No, no. <laughs> here's why I think the guy that created bump fights is more evil than God is because that okay. guy actually did it. Whereas God's like no, in the diner watching. God just called. Yeah, it. God's in a diner watching two hobos fight over a block of cheese and a bottle of Jack Daniels, and he's like looking at the waitress, like I did that, you know. She's like, "What?" He's like, "I did that." She's like, "You've sat here for thirty minutes. You, I haven't seen you leave the chair. How did you do that?" He's like, "I did it. I made them fight." Well, that's that's a good point. Yeah, but that. But bump fights guy would like give them cheeseburgers sometimes. That's so. what I'm saying. But Israel right now, it's barely a cheeseburger. I wouldn't, you know. <laughs> Fair. A couple of whitey. Uh, uh, um, oh god. Who's the uh, who's the guy? Who's the very? Fa- ah, this joke's gonna fucking bomb because I don't know it anymore. But who was that really? Just who's that really famous Jew? 
Uh, is his name Tim Allen? Tim Allen's the guy with cocaine. Who's the other one? Um, that I mean, he, there's he a lot wrote, of famous shooters. Uh, yeah, God, he did that movie with Diane Lane. Oh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Fuck. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like I'm just imagining the Babylonians fight over a whole country filled with Woody Allens. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> what is he gonna do? <laughs> Complain about that New York weather? I wouldn't fucking fight over it. Fucking uh, have sex with his yeah. own kid? You know, sure, fine, but do it over He's, there. W- no, see, Woody Allen is a white Jew. Right. The brown Jews, they, they go scarier. hard. You gotta hand it to him. Like yeah. all brown people. <laughs> Just a little bit scared. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, There's a little bit scared. <laughs> Just something, something gets tougher, your heart racing. A little bit tougher, yeah. Yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Anyone from New York is a fucking wiener. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, is that it? That's fucking feels like it. Yeah, that's it for 13. I don't really have much more. Okay. I, I, I do love um, that God, I, this is something that was kind of talking about where, um, uh, again, just like watching all these biblical scholars on things. They were like, well, there." I saw this one TikTok where the guy was arguing against the whole, have you ever heard this term, God breathed the scripture? I guess yeah. it's a it's an overarching term for the idea that the Bible is divine. Divinely inspired. Divinely inspired, yeah. yeah. But the guy was talking about it was like, well, how do you like how do you think that like wrap your brain around what that would mean? Are you saying that the writers of the books themselves were divinely inspired? Are you saying that then the guys generations later who then compiled those books into a you know, a larger I mean they're saying all of it, the above. Yeah, you're saying I think. that those guys are divinely inspired, that the guys that interpreted it were divinely inspired? Are you saying that they think that everyone who ever put pen to paper or interpreted or compiled or printed the Bible was being led, guided by the hand? That's awfully fucking convenient. But the the, the point was it is. It is incredibly. It's incredibly. (laughs) (laughs) But the guy was like saying, like, but even in the Bible itself, God contradicts himself. And even beyond that, God is like, by the way, I lie sometimes. Like, even if you're going to say it's divinely inspired, God himself will be like, by the way, I made that part up. I don't know. I just like lying to people sometimes. Fuck you. I'll contradict myself. I don't give a fuck. I'm not, I don't, I don't owe you the truth. What are you, a cop? Fuck off. You know? The the funniest part is that we know for a fact God lies to prophets just to fuck with them. Yeah. Remember that? He does it all the time. Yeah, he does it. The scene where like it showed, we got us, for some reason, we got a scene in the throne room of God where we got to see him telling angels to go lie to the prophet. And we're just supposed to assume that all the other prophecies are totally on the yeah, level. Those prophets that yeah. were wrong about a thing. Remember, you have two prophets prophesizing, and the one that's wrong later, like the one that in hindsight is was wrong, that's the one where God was like, by the way, lie to that guy for no fucking yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah. Just lie. Uh, it's... Reading this is such a burden. But, again, just kind of like, when you think about, like, but uh, I know we touched on this when we were talking about, like, David and kings and and, uh, judges, where it's like, the people that wrote this book, they claim they're writing for God. And they're not second-guessing the fact that, like, should we write about the part where he says he's going to, like, rape all the women and kill all the kids? Like, no, no, this is good shit. That part's cool. In 3,000 years, people are going to love that part. Yeah. Some uh, Back to the Future 
All right. Well, um, I think unless you've got something else, that's that's a wrap on this up. There's plenty of time. It's a good Bible. And yeah. next week, so that was basically so. This week we kind of were like, hey, by the way, there's going to be a Messiah, and next and yeah. next week we get to the like some of the only like there's only like a dozen verses in the entire fucking Bible that really touch on an origin story for quote unquote Satan. And next week we come. Okay. Oh, I'm pumped. I didn't know that. The Morning Star. The Seven Headed Dragon. Looking forward to it. The Red Dragon. Ooh, God. I can only get so hard. (laughs) Well, that's what I was thought. Well, we'll we'll cover that next week. Look forward to that. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We we, we got a little intro on. You know, if we're going to have a Messiah figure that's going to come and kill all the women and children, we got to talk about an anti Messiah figure who's, I guess, going to save women. Help little kids learn to read or some shit. Whatever the anti Messiah is. That's. Sounds like something. Satan that would, would be so me. funny if uh, there was like we should do we should do a realistic um, uh, revelations. That's all like Jesus just stabbing children in the neck, you know, Ooh, and then just and then Satan it. like runs in and like stops the sword with his hand. He's like, "Come on, man! It's an innocent kid." <laughs> He's like, "I've got to kill the Chaldeans." It's like Jesus, calm down. <laughs> That'll be fun. So uh, look forward well, to folks, if you don't already, you can follow us on Twitter. At Irrevelations P. That's Irrevelations and the letter P. Does our actual, if you can like find our, it. what's the, de- so I'm new to Twitter. I just like to start shit, but I don't really oh know my the God. So Irrevelations P is our name. I'm assuming That's everyone that listens to us is our, is, a, is our handle. I, I, I figure everyone who listens to us is as illiterate as I am. And I don't mean like, so you just got, I don't mean like technology illiterate. I mean like actually able to read as I am. Here's all you do you type in, www.twitter.com slash I-R-R-E-V-E-L-A-T-I-O-N-S-P. Boom. There you're on our site. Great. If you did that, I feel like anyone should be able to follow those instructions. Worth the wait. Yeah. And uh, if you want to email us, you can still do that at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. Should I spell that as well? No. This is such good content, good content, though. We're the best podcast. I'm like a, I'm like a sexier speaking spell. <laughs> <laughs>